It's been a long time away. Now we're back here to stay. Back where we belong. Country racing strong. From Victoria's racing heartland, this is the only program dedicated to Victorian country racing. It's got it all. Welcome to the Country Racing Show. It's got it all. Maggie Payne, good afternoon to you. Welcome to the Country Racing Show. G'day, Gareth. How are you? I'm very well. Plenty to look forward to. I think Mornington was a success there last Saturday with their cup meeting, the Ariba as well for the sprinters. And on Saturday, Victoria's Premier Meeting is at Bendigo with the Golden Mile and the CEO of the Bendigo Race Club Jockey Club, Aaron Herps, joins us now on the line. Good afternoon to you, Aaron. Thanks for your time, mate. G'day, Gareth. G'day, Maggie. How are we going? Good, thanks. You're looking forward to Saturday. How's the build-up been? Yeah, good, good. Sales have been really strong. So, uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a weather watch the last few days, but obviously that's out of our control. But haven't had uh, any rain today. We had a bit, uh, about five mil overnight, um, but not expecting any more really until potentially Saturday morning. So hopefully not. We'll just have to wait and see. And I'm sure we'll get to the weather a bit later. But, Aaron, you have to be happy with how this meeting, I think it's in its 10th running, how it's developed and it's, you know, over a million dollars in prize money and have to be impressed with the fields. It really is a city meeting now, isn't it? Yeah, it's a really strong uh, lineup, Maggie. That's right. So, um, yeah, each year it seems to be um, getting stronger and stronger. And, uh, yeah, we're really happy, especially how the, uh, the Golden Isle, the full field there, and a really strong Guineas and, and uh, also the, the two-year-old uh, Gold Rush. So, yeah, the three uh, major races have really held up and we're just uh, ready to go now. From a revenue point of view, um, can you compare these two days, say Golden Mile Day on a Saturday and then your cup meeting as well? Yeah, um, from a club profitability point of view, um, uh, Bendigo Cup still uh, uh, um, is slightly ahead of Golden Mile Race Day, but from a wagering point of view, Golden Mile is much stronger. So, um, yeah, it, uh, they're both really uh, important meetings for the club and and the third meeting, we've got one on um, uh, Caulfield Cup Day as well, where we have a, a beach party race day, and, and that's our third biggest race day for the year. So it's really important that for these three features that we uh, really try and make hay while the sun shines, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, we're all ready to go. And this might be a bit left, left field, and you obviously won't know the answer, but what was your reaction when the Golden Slipper was postponed and to be run on the same day? That might be encouraging for Bendigo wagering as well. Yeah, I don't think it can hurt. Um, it'd be great for, you know, for racing to have a a golden day, um, really. So the golden slipper up north and, and uh, the golden mile here. So I think it can only help. And, and certainly from a race day experience point of view, I, I think the on-course punters um, are certainly in for a, in for a treat. So, um, yeah, I'm certainly looking forward to it, that's for sure. Have you, how important is it to have a meeting too for the local community and racing fans around central Victoria? They could head to Bendigo and watch some of the best jockeys and trainers do battle with some good horses competing there on a Saturday afternoon. And do you think now that people are starting to say, okay, at this time of the year, it's Bendigo. It's, it's the, there's no racing in Melbourne, but Bendigo's the track that is holding and taking centre stage for Victorian racing on that day? Yeah, I, I guess that's what we have always thought is the jewel in our crown is the course proper itself. So um, we think that we can, uh, you know, the, it can certainly hold its own up against some of the metropolitan tracks. So um, there's, no issues uh, with uh, with the quality of the surface that Bernie and our track manager and his boys produce year in, year out. So 
Um, and yeah, the second part to the, the question, it's, it's great for the local community to be able to you know travel five, ten minutes up the road and and um, witness uh, you know metropolitan fast racing right at the doorstep. So. Um, it's certainly a, a treat for um, not just our, our members and, and general race day patrons, but the greater uh, Bendigo community as well. And speaking of the locals, uh, this is always a hotly contested, I guess, meeting and as well as a cup meeting where the local trainers try and find a winner for the local punters. And, I, you know, I think there's come up pretty strong with Shane Fleedner got, uh, has high stranger and ripping form coming out of that Echuca Cup. That must be great to see, you know, local runners on the day as well. Yeah, definitely. So Shane's got uh, High Strangers, you mentioned Maggie, and, and also got Ed Spence in the Guineas. So, um, and both being, you know, super live chances. And um, outside of that, uh, Brent Stanley, who trains at Sutton Grange, but we claim as a, a team Bendigo trainer, he's got one in the Gold Rush. And, um, and uh, of course, I've got a little share in um, Bungers is going around in race two. So we've got four live chances um, on Saturday, and hopefully we can get one or two of them home. Geez, Bungers is a town. He would be a town hero with his dominance in the in the spring of last season as well, especially in the country cups. And Aaron, what about Shane Felina? Like he's on fire. I think I, I listened to one of his interviews with Jason Richardson the other day on Racing dot com. It might have been after he took out the country mile on All Star Mile Day. I think he settled up his last six six horses that he settled up before that victory at Mooney Valley. They had all won. So um, he's on fire at the moment, S. Felina. Yeah, he is, and it's you know it's not it's all it's obviously great for the Fleetner camp, but it's also great for Bendigo, and just sort yeah. of proves that the training services and, and facilities that we've got here on offer um, is certainly um, you know is, is is as good as anywhere. So um, the more winners that uh, our trainers uh, can get, you know, I always say to them when they're winning, uh, we're winning, and when we're winning, uh, they're winning. So yeah. <laughs> it's quite circular in that sense, and it's um yeah, it's great to have really strong um, local, I guess, representation on, on what is our strongest race card of the year. And I guess on that, and you mentioned your facilities, and it was, the, I guess, home to Arcadia Queen and the Grant Nalania Williams team, so that must have been great for the club to be able to welcome them. It probably didn't go the way they ended up wanting to go in Victoria, but it must have been great to have Group 1 winners like that there. Oh, most definitely. I um, came to the jump out a couple of weeks ago and ran into a Arcadia Queen as First horse I saw, and she certainly takes the eye. You know, uh, she's not a local, um, but uh, yeah, when she goes around uh, the track, it's yeah, it's just poetry in motion. And and Grant, um, in particular, has been um, so uh, so easy to work with, and so appreciative of what we've been able to try and you know assist them with in their stay. And, and our Katie Queen still here out at Sutton Grange with Brent. Um, at Brent Stables there. So, yeah, they're a pleasure to work with and, and also Willie Pike's been great for us. He's always made himself available for any media that we request. Um, so, yeah, hopefully moving forward, um, the Williams team can keep uh, sending him here and, yeah, we love having him here. Yeah, Pikey calls Bendigo home when he's based here in Victoria. So what, what I like if you're a, a Bendigo local, what do you dub yourself? Uh, a Bendogian? A Bendogian. Bendigonian, yeah, yeah, yeah proud Willie. Bendigonian, Willie, yeah, we, we claim anyone uh, that, that's put in the joint for more than five minutes, so <laughs> Willie's a Bendigonian and so's the Williamses, and uh, yeah, we're happy to uh, happy to have them all here and, and claim them as our own. Now with COVID, is, it, is there still tickets available for Saturday, Aaron? Yeah, there is, yep, yep, so we're, we've got one package, um, hospitality package that we've kept open uh, just for the next pretty much 24 hours, uh, which is the Explore Bendigo 
all-inclusive package, which is $160 uh, per person, which includes admission and three courses and uh, beer, wine and soft drinks. And um, that's located in a, a marquee um, around the 200-metre mark um, on the outside rail. So uh, if anyone's interested in that, uh, there's still only a couple of tickets left. Um, best to jump on our website, which is country.racing.com forward slash Bendigo. You're a star, Aaron. Best of luck on Saturday, mate, and thanks for your time as always. Thanks for your support, guys. There's Aaron Herbst, the CEO of the Bendigo Jockey Club or Racing Club, and it's always a great day. Terrific fields, field sizes have got plenty of depth. $1.2 million in prize money. And I, I had this argument or disagreement with Wayne Hawks the other day on, on Wayne's World. He's always opinionated, and <laughs> sometimes you agree and sometimes you don't. But he says, well, golden slipper day, having Victoria's premium meeting being Bendigo, but... Um, he, he says it should be Flemington or, or Caulfield, but I think it's great for these clubs to give them an opportunity to showcase how great their racing can be. And, and as Aaron pointed out, it's important too for racing fans in country Victoria to get a chance, like bringing AFL, like the, the, the Western Bulldogs playing out in Ballarat, giving the locals a chance to go and see the best take on the best. Yeah, and I think it's changed over the last few years. We've got transition into these are premier tracks. They're not, yep. you know, you know, compare it to a Flemington. They're not, they're not running around in some bush track. It's a Bendigo. It's a great uh, track. So I think you know it's great for the club, and it's it's probably a club that has not struggled in recent years, but it has got that big city, and it's probably hasn't held up to the likes of Ballarat and like that. So it's good to see the club bouncing back and connecting with the community. This is the Country Racing Show here on RSN Central with Gareth Hall, Maggie Payne. It's 12.38 on RSN 927. Now, Maggie, we forgot to pose the question, our trivia question today, because we're still giving away $50 thanks to Country Racing Victoria to spend at a country meeting. Yeah, and as uh, Aaron said, they've got tickets available, so you can yep. put it towards the Golden Mile this weekend. It is The question this week is centred around the Golden Mile race day, uh, and the Bendigo Vobus Gold Rush is in its ninth year and it's had, you know, strong uh, results over the past years. Who was the horse that won the Bendigo Vobus Gold Rush last year on debut? And there is a little okay. hint if you wanted to give that one out, but it's people might you. know that. All right, then. First one to text in with the correct answer wins the $50 voucher. 0416 90 5052. 0416. Should be 905052. That's how I've got to read it out. 0416 The first person with the correct answer of that question, once again, Maggie, will win a $50 Country Racing Victoria voucher. Yeah, that's right. And they can put it towards any tickets or packages. What's the question? Again, oh, the question is who was the horse that won the Bendigo Vobus Gold Rush last year? Okay. Here we go. In fact, I think we've got a winner. Wow, that was Was it trained by Leon Corstens? Yes, and it might have ran in a uh, Group 1 William Reed last week. All right, then. Shut the shop. <laughs> We've got a winner. That Glenn, was very quick. Yeah, from Glenn. He's done that in about 30 seconds. What well under Clint. Unbelievable. Like, even on Saturday when we give a, a, away a prize as well, like, um, people are very quick on the text message. Hey, we're heading to Warnable tomorrow for the launch of the Warnable May Carnival combined show racing Pulsar SN Central. Looking forward to the Friday lunch between 12 and 1. I think Simon Wilde will be joining us. And I think we've got a few more guests up our sleeve, hopefully, that, that can join us for that hour as well. But um, it's such an important time for the community there in Warnable, especially what happened there last year. And Dean Lester and Hamish McLaughlin kick off my show every Friday at 10.30 for Dean and Hamish. Our topic of conversation tomorrow is our favourite Warnable May Carnival moments. Now, we're going to say our favourite two or three. 
um, we'll play some clips, some audio, and then there's a competition. You have to pick out of our favourites. So I've nominated one. Hamish and Dean have also nominated theirs. And, um, yeah, whoever picks right or goes into a competition on our RSN competition page wins $500, a voucher for $500 thanks to Country Racing Victoria. So that is some price. That is some price, so I'm sure uh, people will be listening intently and looking forward to hearing what your favourite mournable moments are because you know there'll what? be lots. There is lots to choose from. And I was going back through the archives now. I wasn't around in the 90s, but when I started off at Wind Television, like, and that was in the early, mid-2000s, I used to go out and cover the cover the Warnable Carnival. Um, did the sport there, so we would spend a couple of nights at Warnable and or just make the day trip. And um, being from the Sunraysia area, it was sort of a little bit foreign to me to see jumps racing and and going to see the people of the Hamden. Um, but geez, it was a lot of fun. The passion and there were so many great moments during the times that I was there. But I think I might have to go back into the nineties because I remember doing a story. And it was a preview about the great grand annual moments. And there was a horse in the 90s that captured my imagination. I won't give it away just yet. But Dino's very passionate about this. And Hamish has got a ripper story to tell about the time that he went went to Warnable. And we know that his brother, Gillen, um, even cuts, takes a, in, in, in uh, the busy season of football season, he still takes some time off to head to Warnable as well. Yeah, so no, that's great. That. No, looking forward to it. And and it is funny how you, you know, you have to be there to experience it. I remember, you know, growing up in country New South Wales, Warnable and jumps racing wasn't really on my agenda. But the first time I went to a carnival and, you know, climbed that hill and watched the Grand Annual and watch gold medals and ZM fight it out, it was, it's spine tingling. It's, you know, what racing is all about. And as a participant or a punter, you need to go and watch that great carnival. When I was over in England, my my close friend when he was living over here Ollie Bell he's part of the ITV coverage and he was explaining to me because obviously they have their jumps and their flat season and their their jumps racing probably is, is as popular if not as popular say than than the flats racing but he said Cheltenham Gareth you just need to get to Cheltenham there you can't explain the roar when they open the gates there for the first race during their carnival but Cheltenham has that special feeling when you walk into those onto that racetrack for that week-long carnival, moments that you won't forget, famous racing stories, magnificent performances by by heroic performances by horse and jockey trainers, etc. And when you go to, but the passion for jumps racing, he, he says it's like infectious. Like you have to go, and that's how I explain Warnable. When you go there, people that arrive are passionate about the the horse, and they're uh, they're passionate about jumps racing. And it rubs off on you. Yeah, it does. And a lot of the time, these horses are a bit older. They've lived, you know, their flat lives. And and they, you know, they've stayed with a stable for so long, they've developed those relationships. So it's, it like you said, it's like nothing else. And it's um, really for the diehard supporters. <laughs> and the, what I love about it as well is that you go and ask a local Warnable trainer, what race do you want to win? It's not the Cox Plate or the Melbourne Cup or the Caulfield Cup or the Golden Slipper. It's either the Grand Annual or the the Wangoon or the um, the, the Warnable Cup or the Briley. It's one of those races that they want to win during their their own carnival. Oh, and I think you know if you go back through the record books, you, it's really when Kieran Ma burst onto the scene. Yeah, when he had Regina Coelli, and that's when you go. And, and he probably progressed since then. And they said, "Oh, he's not just a jumps trainer, or you know, just a country trainer." But it, they they cut their teeth there, and they want to they want to win those big races. What's on uh, the road ahead for Country Racing Victoria this week? 
Yeah, as we mentioned, it's that standalone uh, yep. Metro meeting at Bendigo on Saturday. Today we're racing at Kilmore, uh, night racing at Pakenham. Tomorrow we've got Warnable, which you'll be at broadcasting live uh, yep. tomorrow night at Cranbourne. Saturday, as uh, Aaron mentioned, it is a golden day because it's the Bendigo Gold Mile and the Hillsville Golden Thong. Uh, okay. And Wodonga also race. The so. Golden Thong's an interesting <laughs> name for a race. <laughs> it is, and I think it's of the uh, footwear material. Yes. And on Sunday <laughs> we have checking. the Sale Mafra Cup and the reschedule Bucken Cup, so Tycoon Felix will be looking to go okay. back to back in the Bucken Cup. But Such a big day for country racing. Oh, big weekend for country racing in this state. So where are you heading this week, Maggie? Well, I'm actually heading home to New South Wales. I'm going to the Tullabajil Picnics, which okay. is uh, in central west New South Wales, and uh, looking forward to a day at the races there. The track's currently a heavy eight with a bit of water on it, but we'll see if they race. All right, then looking forward to getting back home. Yeah, looking forward on to the an early Easter on the farm, and yep. it's uh, paddocks are full of water at the moment, and the creeks are flowing, but that's okay. And there's an important race at Warrnambool tomorrow, by the way, before we let you go. Yes, there is the uh, Benchmark 70 highweight race. Will uh, The road to Jericho will be a guaranteed start in the 2021 Jericho Cup at the end of the year, uh, at the end of November. So anything that wins that, Simon Wilde's got a couple of runners, so he'll be looking to win that. But also uh, another bit of country news is the Picnic Grand Final uh, will be held at Cranbourne on Friday, the 16th okay. of April. So oh, that's, that's uh, really welcome news for picnic participants. And it's a $25,000 race on offer for picnic horses and connections. Superb stuff, mate. You can't wait to get down to Warnable for the launch of their May Racing Carnival, of course. Michael Felgate from 8.30 RSN Central, live on course there at Warnable as well from 10.30. Make sure you share your favourite Warnable moments with us, especially for Dean and Hamish with Dean Lester and Hamish McLaughlin from 10.30. Well done to Glenn winning the competition, Swat. What's that was the correct answer.